Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. the most proof that's a great question wow because we've been talking most to prove with all these different position units but just on the football team as a whole which Gamecock has the most approved you know fairly or unfairly because it's it's the highest profile position on the football field I think the most approved for South Carolina's entire team is Spencer Rattler. I, I, I do. After last year where it was such a mixed bag. And, I, and I, you know what? I say it was a mixed bag. It wasn't. He was horrific for 10 weeks. Really, really good for three weeks. This is a huge year for Spencer Rattler. It, it is, man. You, you can say what you want about the the scheme and all that. But listen, guys, when you look at last year's offense, guess what? His statistics are his statistics. And a quarterback gets way too much of the credit. He gets way too much of the blame, right? 
So whether you're in Josh Heupel's system or Marcus Satterfield's system, the quarterback stats are the quarterback stats, and they get credit for it either way. But Spencer Rattler, to me, he's got the most to prove in this entire football team. When you just factor in, again, the way last season ended, how porous he looked at times, now you've got this new offensive system, this new offensive scheme that you know you, you, you feel like there's no growing pains and it fits you well. Okay, let, let's, let's see it. Let's see it. I think Spencer Rattler is the most approved on this football team this year. Of everyone. Of everyone. Zach Anderson, Chris, who do you have winning the Natty, the Natty this season? I will drop all that, Zach, next week. We're actually going to drop a graphic with my projected playoff, and I, as well as I'll give my national champion also. Yeah. Gamecock Superman. My guy Dalton. What do you think about Rattler's comments about Dabble Loggins, the new offense? I mean, you love to hear it. You love to hear it, man. When, you're, when your quarterback's saying things like there's no growing pains, there's there's no real adjustment period, like I, we're making big plays, way more explosives than last year. That's a great sign, Dalton. That is a great sign. Austin Gregory said this, hearing Nick Gargiulo speak was music to my ears. You can spot a leader like him from a mile away. One thing our offensive line won't be lacking is a true leader. Austin, I agree with you 110%, man. Agree with you 110%. Rowdy Rooster, does Nick have another year? I'm I'm not 110% sure. I think he's a grad transfer. I think he's a one and done. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Okay, let's get to this comment. Brian Alexander says, if he, referring to the carry-on joiner, is RB1, that is depressing. He also went on to say, just like the day he made the comment about people that just play the position or born to play, that is not DK. Wow, okay. So not everybody's a fan of DeCarrion Jordan playing running back. Interesting. Interesting. Gamecock Superman says, The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted T. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted T, your go-to game day beverage for college Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted T turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted T is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experience. Twisted T. The drink there that will be fuels fun the day. and celebrates your uh, love for college football. Keep really, it really twisted. Good. Steak sounds good. Brot the Spurs Up show is also we'll brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Uh, let's see. We've all been there. Continuing it's the last minute. You're stressed. You're looking for tickets, whether it be for the Gamecocks, a concert, your comments, a comedy club else. event, or whatever the event may be. But you're hunting down Eight, the six, best four, price. Six, you're comparing with other buyers. The you don't know exactly where you're sitting. Okay. Ricky Leather says, getting, where did you get that shirt? And the apps Believe are just it or not, overwhelming my and confusing. Just all adding to your stress this. level. Guys, look really no sick shirt, further to rid yourself of those problems yeah, that our friends over at game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy Rowdy way Rooster, to dial buy it up. You about to have three for interceptions all the sports, for sure. Music, in one game. comedy, and right. theater near you. Ryan Alexander with, with killer deals on last minute tickets like and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start we getting hyped no for the fun option. that you'll have. That guys, did decent. I've been there myself. Right, you go to these apps where I'm looking with family. You're trying to get a bunch of tickets in one section. And what I hate is your the pricing is not your true to the number that opinion. you see I'm not say it's, or it's wrong. wherever you're sitting. It's not quite the view that it's you expected. Opinion. Again, all those things are gone with our friends 
at game time, and they make it so easy uh, and convenient Discord we go, for the consumer. They have things like flash deals with last-minute tickets. Or have you easy to find and buy tickets for every kind happening. of event in your area. They I mean, have Roddy image of seat views, which is so useful, especially if, let's say, you're going on a road trip for the Gamecocks, you're going to a new stadium, and you want to see exactly what that view is going to be like when you get there. And also, guys, they have the lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection or anything as like well that, as job loss you know, when protection got and elite more. level game time is the place for last gonna get minute poached. ticket deals it forget just, planning it's, months it's, in advance really game time has I mean, deals you, on you tickets want a staff right full of coaches up to the day of the event want. you need to have some flash deals Right. On tickets for football, basketball, so, baseball, I, I concerts, can't say comedy, not theater, lose and more. And the game time we, we guarantee, no I mean, it means that you're always going to have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time Todd will credit says, Spencer Rattler 110% throws for yards, 20 touchdowns, of the difference. So, guys, think about that. If you're shopping around, you're comparing, touchdowns. game time guarantees you'll pay less. And if you don't, they'll reimburse you. Guys, it's the fastest-growing ticketing Alexander, app in the country for a reason. A game you get last images of your seat to 40 before you buy, so you know exactly Tennessee. what to expect when you arrive. Roman Padgett is O'Donnell a DB, or does he dare play safety? And you're set. It's a very easy-to-use app, as I said before. Corner. I have used it myself. Tickets are sent Spur directly says, to your phone, Mr. Dial so you is never have to dig Woodruff, through South your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time over at GameTime.co. Or Listen, download the Game Time app, right, Alexander, create an account, and use promo code I, I do as well, Spurs right. Up for twenty dollars off. I do as well. Your first I, purchase. I just Terms apply. Like, Again, create an account and redeem code think I'm Spurs Up. That's S P or S U P. They look at, at like Game Time for a couple of the Game Time app. Twenty dollars free games. Like download Game Time today. Last it's like a lowest price scale guarantee. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, see that's the funny thing. It's like. I give a grade. I know why, how I feel about the football team. I know what a C grade says. But the way you consume it and the way you interpret it is different. That That's what's kind of funny about it is that people see something, they hear something, they look at something, and they draw their own conclusions. I'm very optimistic about South Carolina football this year. I'm very optimistic about South Carolina football under the leadership of Shane Beamer. And I don't think a C foot, like if you told me that this team is graded out at a C grade. Well, they're not terrible. They're not great, but they're not terrible. They're a team capable of anywhere between six and six and eight and four. It's just, are they going to be a C minus or a C plus? I think that's where South Carolina is, man. That's not a bad football team. See, the problem is, the problem is, we've gotten into this, this, era of, well, if your team doesn't make a playoff, they suck. You went eight and four, you suck. It's like, I just don't view it that way, man. I, I still think eight and four is a really good season. I think winning eight or nine games is a fantastic season. You're a pretty damn good football team if you do that. I, I don't buy the whole thing of like, you know, your poverty program. You didn't win double-digit games, poverty program. Like, I, I just, that's silly, bro. I don't buy that. I just, I just don't buy that. Spur Daddy says, my predicted score, Real Carolina 42, Heels 28. I like that. Jeff Gullett says, bowl game for the Sim game should be FSU or Utah or Penn State or Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma would be a lot of fun, Jeff. I, I think it would. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Hunter Kelly, how do you think the Tennessee defense will do this year? How about a Tennessee question? I think Tennessee's going to be improved defensively. I think one of the reasons is that their secondary was so bad last year. It's only up from there. I, I think that they've improved the talent on the defensive side. We'll have to see how much of a step they take forward in the secondary. I, I think they'll be slightly better, though. I know talking to Tennessee people – they feel really good uh, about what they've got. They feel like they've improved the talent exponentially on the defensive side. So we'll see. But I, I, I if I had to guess, Hunter, I think Tennessee will be improved defensively. I, I do. How much better, we'll see. But I think they'll be improved. Madison Duncan. Yeah, I saw your comment, Madison, in the Big Cock Club Discord. Any truth to LSU team having 
AC helmets. Yes, yes, they do. Because I've actually been in contact with the guy that uh, is one of the, the sellers or, or buyers or whatever. He works with them. He works with them. So multiple teams have those, the air-conditioned helmets. Yes, that's a real thing. Yep. That is a real thing. John Rice, little morning crow. Yes, sir, John. We're hitting the road this afternoon to Atlanta. Going to watch Braves-Yankees tonight at Truist. Going to be a good time. So figured, hey, we got content to get into. We got things to discuss. Let's knock it out in the morning. We also, guys, don't forget, have Chris Marler of Saturday Down South and Saturday Football Uncensored joining the podcast or joining the show, excuse me, at 1130. We'll talk all things Gamecocks, SEC, and everything in between. Seth said, do you think Tennessee and Joe Milton are currently overrated? Um, At number 12, I think Tennessee's a top 15 team. So I, I'll say no. I think they're a top 15 team. I, I, I do. Um, If anything, they're a little overrated, I'll say. I mean, I... You could convince me they're 17 or 18 in the preseason poll, and, I, and I'm fine with that. You know, I thought it was interesting, SEC Mike and Cousin Shame, that SEC podcast, they did point out Tennessee is the only team to win 11 or more games last year and not be in the top 10. So, but granted, you, you just, you lose so much. Hendon Hooker, Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, like, bro, they lose a lot. I mean, they lose a lot, so... Is it fair to say that Joe Milton's just going to slide right in and be as good as Hendon Hooker was? I mean, I, I don't think there's – I'll say this. Tennessee's offense is going to be good this year. I don't think there's any way it's as good as last year's. That doesn't mean it's not going to be good. But last year was historic. I mean, what Hendon Hooker did, you could argue he had the best season ever amongst any Tennessee quarterback, even Peyton Manning. Hendon Hooker's season was special. Jalen Hyatt was special. Like, when you have a guy that has five touchdown catches against Alabama, that's that's not normal. Those things aren't normal. So is it fair to say that Joe Milton and Squirrel White and, you know, these other guys that Brew McCoy, they just slide in and they don't miss a beat? I mean, they're going to be good offensively. But as good as they were last year, that that's I think that's bold. I think for for Tennessee to 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 get the nine wins or God forbid double digit, I think more than anything the defense has to take a step forward because the offense it's it's almost impossible they won't take somewhat of a step back this season. Uh, let's see, Jeff Gulledge. I think when it comes to the grades, most people that don't like your grades or grading in comparison of USC history, not like you were grading them comparing them to the SEC. Yeah, I mean, I think, Je- here's the thing, Jeff. I compare the folks, see, and that's and that's the thing. That's the thing. You can spot it from a mile away. I, I get it, man, when, when you've got the garnet and black glasses on and, like, take whatever the action, and this, and this, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I see some people like in our Big Cock Club Discord, folks like Dalton, Brendan M., right? They get on me for the grades, and it's like, whatever the overly optimistic garnet glasses, like whatever the actual grade should be, they bump it up one grade. That's how the garnet glasses crowd operates. Whatever the, dude, even like, I've seen people on, on social media predict records. I'm like, how about that record prediction? He's like, oh, I, one of those wins that I predicted I expect it to be a loss, but I picked it as a W anyways. It's like you're you're allowing your fandom to cloud an actual realistic pick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm not going at anybody. I'm just saying that it's, it's, I'm completely removing bias. Completely removing fandom. So like when I give a grade, it's the real grade. Either way, whatever. It's listen. It's all banter. It's all fun. It, it's it's all debatable. That's that's what's uh, that's what's cool about it. So it's all good. Nobody's really right or wrong or anything like that. It's it's just we you know. Seth said South Carolina fans are the worst at having the highest expectations. Well said. <clears throat> I mean, Seth, it's, it's it's a tale as old as time, and that's again why I'm saying like there's some guys out there. I mean, I. I I've seen some folks pick 10 and 2 on social media, right? I've seen folks pick 10 and 2 on social media. And, you know, cool. If if, if you think that's going to happen and you got football reasons as to why, fine. But there are some people in the fan base, and every fan base, by the way, has this. I, it's the 80-10-10 rule, right? 80% of your fan base is kind of just the level-headed, normal... We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm optimistic, but we have questions. Like, see both sides, recognize both sides. Then you have 10% that is your doom and gloom, and you have 10% that is your fanatical over the top. We're going undefeated every season. So, like, the high expectations, like, there are people every year that come into every season thinking Carolina's going to win 10 or 11 games. Every year. And they're like, you know what? One day I'll be right. Or hopefully, one day I'll be right. I'm not saying you're wrong for that, but man, does that lead to a lot of heartache. Does that lead to a lot of heartache? Spurdetti says, I don't think an ACC team should be ranked in the top 10, maybe top 15, but FSU or Clemson are not top 10 teams. You don't think Florida State's a top 10 team? I mean, this is a team that people are putting in their college football playoff. Not a top 10 team? Spur Daddy, our friend Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews, he's got he's got a Florida State in his playoff, man. Not a top 10 team? I mean, if you don't think they are, that's fine. I just, that's, that's, that's a take. That, that is a take. Thank you all so much, truly, for rolling with the punches, for being flexible. We got a great crowd tuned in this morning. I cannot say thank you all enough. I'm sure there's some of you out there tuned in. Before you go, head over to Inside the Gamecocks with J.C. Sherbert, J.B., and Phil as well. And, of course, we'll chat with those guys tomorrow morning at 1130. Really excited to appear on their airwaves during the show and and chat with them and hang out and conversate. And it's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a really, really good time. Excited for it. Um, excited to have JC on, obviously. And we are set, guys. <clears throat> we are set with our weekly guests for TDC. We are set with our weekly guests for TDC. In case you missed it, this is what we will rock with in the 2023 season. On Mondays, we have Mark Rogers the voice of college football. On Tuesdays, we have J.C. Sherbert of the Big Spur. On Wednesdays, we have Chris Marler of Saturday Down South and Saturday Football Uncensored. On Thursdays, we have Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate. And on Fridays, of course, we have Jake Crane of Crane and Company. I feel like a star-studded lineup, our best lineup yet. And let me go ahead and get out there and say no Alex McGrath this football season, which is unfortunate because those of you who have been tuning in for a while, you are very familiar with Alex McGrath. And uh, Alex is a guy that, you know, he was the first ever, I would say, weekly guest that I ever had on 
my show, the first ever weekly guest. And he's appeared on the show every football season since about mid-2019. So, you know, to not have Alex McGrath on was, it's a tough decision, but it's one that, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. And, you know, as the show and the brand and everything continues to grow, you got to make some tough decisions. And, um, you know, I, I like the position that we're in going with guys, you know, like like a J.C. Sherbert who covers the Gamecocks full-time, like a Mark Ryan who talks sports full-time, like a like a Mark Rogers, right, who, who covers college football nationally, like a Jake Crane, same thing, Chris Marler, same thing. So I, I like where we're at from a guest standpoint. I really do. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Frank. Football Frank, what's going on, my man? How are you? Hey, buddy, how are you today? Dude, I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you asking. Just uh, hanging out. What's up? Very good. I got three quick ones for you. Uh, first of all, on the uh, season record today, uh, this year, you know, eight and four is an overachievement considering the schedule we play. I mean, we're playing five top ten teams. I think we're one of ten teams to do that. So I think an overachieving record this year would be eight and four. Um Second thing is going to be that uh, Lenora Sellers start. I'm going to stand on this. I'm going to say that Jackson's, Jacksonville State, Doty starts. Doty goes in the game as soon as we're up by 17. And as long as he can produce scoring drives, he's going to stay in. And then Sellers is going to start our ball game. Um, so those are the other. Those are the two things. I had a third one. I can't for the life of me remember, but trust me, it was very important. Frank, I love it, man. I, I, I love that. I, I think Seller starts a game also. It would not shock me. It's a, it's a bit of a bold take, but, you know, you get to that point. I, I think specifically the bowl game is what I look at, where I think Rattler most likely opts out. He will get ready for the NFL draft. And, I mean, dude, at that point, I, I think you start preparing for next season, preparing for the future, and, and, and you let Lenoris Sellers kind of take the reins and just kind of let him see what he can do, you know what I mean, in a bowl game, so – I love it, man. Kickoff's just around the corner. And I, and I think to your point, I will say this. Eight and four, you can label it overachieving. You can, Whatever you want to label it, I, I would say if South Carolina goes eight and four this season, it will be Shane Beamer's best coaching job yet. When you factor in the, the question marks and, and the uncertainties and the schedule, this team can go eight and four. But if they do... You really got to start looking at Shane Beamer as a top five coach in the SEC. Like he, he's he's that good at taking what he has and getting the most out of it. He's that good at elevating whoever he's coaching, whatever players he's coaching, whatever situation he's in, and going above and beyond. He he should be considered one of the top tier coaches in the SEC if he takes this team to eight or more wins in the 2023 season. One hundred percent agreed. Yeah, that's uh, you know, the other thing with these Garnet and you know these Garnet glasses guys. I, I, I mean, I'm going to pick two wins. I mean, we had tremendous offensive performance against Tennessee, but I'm going to pick the Texas A&M game and the Clemson game. Those games were not won by offensive production. I mean, our offense in both games was anemic. Uh, you know, you just look at the plays that stalled out. We recovered fumbles. We couldn't produce any points. Those games were won on defense and special teams. So let's not go out there and think, you know, we're falsely representing ourselves as an offensive gauntlet, you know, because we beat those teams. That was not offensive production. So, I, you know, I'm hoping to get a good result against North Carolina, but let's call it what it is. Uh, you know, we're hoping for a good offense, but in my eyes, we had one stellar offensive production, productive game last year. Uh, you know, let alone you, you, let's start looking back at the three, you know, Missouri, Arkansas, Florida. I mean, really, we're an offensive gauntlet. Uh, you know, take the glasses off. Let's deal with reality. And let's hope for an overachieving eight and four season. Frank, I love it, man. Well said, as always. You always bring the heat, and I appreciate that. <clears throat> All right, pal. Have a great day. Frank, take care, man. Appreciate it. What do y'all think about Frank's comments there? Clemson wasn't a offensive juggernaut type of game. Guided by special teams. I mean, I I don't think it's totally unfair. 
I don't think it's totally unfair. I mean, I, but I think the offense was was solid. I mean, I, it wasn't great. It was it was it was better than it had been though. In regards to explosive plays, more than anything. Rowdy Rooster seventy five in the Big Cock Club Discord says this: What does a day in the life of Chris Phillips look like? What's your morning and throughout the day routine? I mean, on a normal day, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Daily Crow, yeah, I mean, we've got a morning routine, you know, that consists of getting ready in the morning, morning coffee, you know, getting behind the Mac and and creating content, cutting up video, creating graphics, planning the day, planning the show, planning TDC, um, you know, I've got a dry erase calendar in the studio. So if we've got interviews, if we got whatever we got going on that day, right? We got a guest appearance. Um, you know, the day could also consist of reaching out to potential business partners or continuing conversation with business partners I already have and 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 you know, wearing the hat of building the business, you know, also talking to my merchandise people and, and promoting merch and checking in on merch, stuff like that. I really do wear all the hats. I mean, obviously, wear all the hats. Um, also, real life things, taking care of the dogs, hanging out with the girlfriend, spending quality time there, um, rock the show. Typically in the mornings now, I, we, we, we've uh, we've been building a little home gym, gym in the garage. So I'm getting my workouts into the morning. Um, kettlebell workouts, love it. Love the stuff. I've uh, been getting those in in the morning. Afternoons. Again, sort of depends on what's going on, what the day holds. Uh, you know, every day is can be slightly different, but there's a lot of similarities with each as well. Um, you know, eat some grub, chop up the podcast, edit the podcast, get the podcast out. Um, yeah, so again, hang out with the girlfriend, get dinner, make dinner, whatever. And uh, depending on the, the day, the event, whatever, we, uh, you know, go with whatever is that. So there there are some solid things in that daily routine that take place every day and the rest of it you kind of go with the flow and whatever comes up and attack each thing that comes your way. So anyways guys 8437903377 that's 8437903377 Austin Gregory you're going to post the Twitter poll for the bowl sim. Yes, I just have not done that yet. I'll get that out later today. I'm feeling pretty good, though, Austin, about, about Oklahoma. I, I think that'd be a cool one. I, I really do. I think Oklahoma would be fun. The Rattler versus OU storyline, I mean, come on. I think that would be a neat, a neat game. Very neat game. So, and Rowdy Rooster 75, let me say this on my daily routine. I, I gave you a very, very high-level overview of the daily routine. You know, I, I didn't want to go too much into detail and bore you with those details, but uh, now we stay getting after it, man. I, I mean, I, I I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm grateful to do something that it's it's the first thing I think about when I wake up. It's the last thing I think about when I go to sleep. It's I mean, I, I love the grind. I, I stay in the grind, twenty four seven, three sixty five. You know, we've we've this thing like I'm I'm a very go with the flow person, but also like when you produce the amount of content that we create and you're running the business side, and you're doing the merchandise side, and you're doing appearances. Like, like the, it's it's very coordinated and structured, and there's a schedule, and there's a content schedule, and there's a way things operate. So it's a well-oiled machine, my friend, for sure. It, it is. It's a well-oiled machine for sure. But also, with that being said, you know, I try to keep things flexible. And because really, like, <clears throat> excuse me, anybody out there, <clears throat> that's an entrepreneur, you can attest to this. I mean, what you're really chasing when you're chasing entrepreneurship, I mean, I, I love talking Gamecocks. I love talking sports. I, I, you know, I, I love doing what I do. But if you really boil it down to it, what you're chasing when you're chasing entrepreneurship, it's not even money that you're chasing. It's freedom. I mean, that's what you're chasing. You're chasing freedom. Now, with the money, that's what gives you freedom, right? When you have financial freedom and you're able to just operate and move how you want to and, and do what you want to and, um, you know, make moves in that matter. But, like, it's just truly freedom. Like, being able to wake up and not having to punch a clock, not having to answer to a boss, not having to deal with the nonsense that 
<clears throat> you know, the, the, the corporate world and, and going to, you know, you know, going to the cube and dealing with that, that BS. So that, that's, that's why I try to keep things flexible. I mean, I, you know, there has to be structure in place. There has to be structure in place. Like with the live show, for example, like we couldn't just say, well, we'll just go live whenever, because I am someone I, I like, I have a daily routine, stick to the daily routine, love my daily routine. But I also try to be as flexible as possible. And that's why that's why I really enjoy, you know, I love the studio now. Like, I really, truly, guys, like, I'm in love with the studio. I, I love the studio space. It's absolutely incredible. Um, <clears throat> I, I really do. But I also love getting out of the studio. Like, when we went to Hilton Head for that week and we were airing the show from Hilton Head and, and, and we go to Beach Mountain and we go to, we go to different places, right? We go out of town. We go to wherever it is we travel to, and we're still able to rock and produce content. And, like, I love doing that as well because I feel like I'm taking advantage of the freedom that I've worked so hard to gain. I I'm taking advantage of that, and I'm maximizing that, and I feel like it would be a disservice to myself if I did not do that. You know what I mean? So... Rowdy Rooster 75 says, have you ever been starstruck by a Gamecock football player or anyone that you have met? Um, I don't think I've been starstruck by a Gamecock football player. Uh-uh. No. And I, I don't, I'm just, I'm just not a really a starstruck guy. I, I'm just not. It, it's, you know, I, I've just, I've always looked at it, man, as like, whoever it is, you know, Shane Beamer, whether it's, it's, it's a Gamecock great um, I've just always looked at it as like, they're people just like you and I, you know what I mean? Like they, 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 they're people just like you and I, I mean, that's, that's why Rowdy Rooster 75 and others, I've, I've always been able to do these interviews since the jump. You know, I've just always felt like, I don't know, man, like it, it's, especially having former players on, it's like they were an athlete just like I was like maybe a different level, maybe, um, you know. They did it at a different level. They have more accolades. But, like, I was a college athlete, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't view it as, like, oh, you're you're this, un, you know, untouchable figure. You know what I mean? I, I think, though, that there's – I think there's two people at the top of my head that I think if I met in person, I would be somewhat starstruck. Or I would be starstruck. Number one, Michael Jordan. Because Michael Jordan is, like, not human. You know what I mean? Like, like he is just – he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Number two, I think I'd go Chipper Jones. I, I think meeting Chipper Jones would be like a starstruck, like, holy crap, that's Chipper Jones. Like, that's him. That's the guy. So, but with Gamecock football players, I mean, if I met Steve Spurrier, that would be insane. That'd be really cool. Um, but starstruck, no. What's your favorite sports memorabilia that you have? This is a great question because we got a lot of cool stuff in the studio. Um, I don't know, man. If I if I had to pick one, I mean, the signed Beamer Ball hat. I don't know if people realize because you can't see it obviously in the video. This hat isn't just in a box. It's not just a hat. This hat is signed by Shane Beamer. That's why it's in that box. This Beamer Ball hat is signed by Shane Beamer. It's it's not just some random Beamer Ball hat. So that one's cool. And then really, truly, guys, the, the Tennessee victory print that we made last year with the piece of the shrub from Willie B from the Tennessee game, that's a really, really cool piece of memorabilia. Like that, that that's a really cool one, man. That's a really, really cool one. So there are others in here also. I mean, there are definitely others in here that uh, I highly, highly value and uh, I'm grateful to have. But th those those two would stand. I I'm not, John, I'm not picking up the hat. And, like, it it's, it's a mess to put the box back up there. So, but, yes, the hat is signed by Shane Beamer. Yes, right, right on top of the bill he signed it. So, anyways. Getting back into your questions. Uh, Madison Duncan, Frank, you're comparing last year's performance to a new season. It's a wait and see every year. Predictions are just fun banter and content. Oh, John, send you a pick of the Tennessee thing. I got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's literally, and it's literally right here. It's just, it's just out of frame. It's just out of frame because obviously we only have so much room. Um, it's a really, really cool piece, though. Really cool piece. So, really neat. Let's see. <clears throat> Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. Justin Langford said, what's up, guys? Happy hump day. My three-week-old son is already crowing, LOL. Love that. Austin Gregory, your boldest take with Sellers will start a game at quarterback. If you had to guess, what game does he start? The bowl game. That, that's the low-hanging fruit, Austin. The bowl game. Yeah. that's that's. It's almost kind of a trick prediction, right? KFC, can we say that Albert will be nasty in a couple seasons again? I, dude, I think so. I mean, I... Hugh Freeze has won. He's won everywhere he's been. Um, why wouldn't he win at Auburn? Rowdy Rooster 75 says, Morning Joe with the Daily Crow. Let's make it happen. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Jerry, what's wrong? Jerry, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, Chris? What's you up? been doing good, bro? Yeah, man, I'm doing great. How are you? <clears throat> doing good. What's going on? Not much, man. I've been keeping up with the simulation series. <laughs> it kind of surprised me going on that five-game win streak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it did, but I was also <clears throat> I was also like, you know what? This feels very, very on brand for uh, for what South Carolina does. It, it really does. Feels very on brand. Seven interceptions versus Missouri. Yeah, that crazy. that was a tough one. I don't I don't know if Spencer Rattler would uh if they'd leave him in the game quite that long to hit that hit that seven interception mark, but uh, you know. I wasn't about to take him out, so it is what it is. But, no, yeah, listen, I mean, I, even with those stats and the way that season went in the simulation, I'd, I'd take eight and four, five and three. I'd take eight and four with a win over Clemson in a heartbeat. I, I'd take that in a heartbeat, man, to be honest with you. Yes, sir. And about Sellers, do you think he'll be at the next Connor Shaw? Do I think that Lenoris Sellers will be the next Connor Shaw? That's a lot of pressure to put on a young guy. I mean, Connor Shaw is the greatest quarterback in school history. The question you should more so, I think, be asking is, will Lenoris Sellers play on teams as good as Connor Shaw played on? I mean, I, I love Connor Shaw. Connor Shaw is the man. He's a, he, he's a legend. He's a legend. All-time favorite Gamecock for me. But... He benefited playing on some of the best teams in school history. Like those offensive lines, those, those, those weapons, those, those defenses were insane. Taking nothing away from Connor, but you can't do it all by yourself. So if South Carolina is able to put the pieces around him, then sky's the limit. But, you know, he, he needs that, those, those big offensive linemen to pan out. You need guys like Nick Harbour and to add more weapons and, you know, to get a Daniel Hill at running back and him pan out and defensively to continue to get better. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of things that go into being the greatest player in school history at your respective position, but especially at quarterback. But you never know. I mean, if if Lenoris Sellers, let me ask you this: if, if Lenoris Sellers leads South Carolina to a college football playoff appearance, is he the, is he the best quarterback in school history? I mean, I think you could argue it. Now you got to look at what Connor Shaw Possibly. did. It depends on what the stats. Right, you got to look at what you got to look at what Connor Shaw did. I mean, Connor Shaw was, you know, led South Carolina to three straight eleven win seasons after he took over in twenty eleven. So I mean, it's going to be hard to top that. Also, won eighteen in a row at home, went undefeated at home. So, you know, it's going to be hard to top that. But hey, it can be done. It can be done. We'll see. I probably didn't mean to say it that way, but I meant to say like the potential of Connor Shaw. No, yeah, I mean I, I get what you're saying. I mean I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, it's I'm excited for Lenora Sellers. I, I just you know one step at a time. You know we we've done this we've done this before where we put a lot of big time expectations on a 
you know, on a young guy and it's just a lot, man. It, it's just a lot. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I want to see, let's just, let's just let it play out. See what happens. It's, it's but certainly the, the talent is there. You was talking about Tennessee earlier and I scrolled through Facebook or one of the social medias and I noticed that it's reported that Joe Milton has a 93-yard pass touchdown this spring. Has a 93-yard touchdown pass. Well, here's the thing, my man. How many How many 93? No, like, it went it – went, it went 93 yards no, I, in the air. Yeah, I get that. I, I know what you're saying. That's what I was about to say, though. How many How many 93-yard passes is he going to be throwing? I mean, I, that listen, that, that arm strength is great. That arm strength that Joe Milton has is awesome. But I'd take accuracy over arm strength any day of the week. If you can't put it where you want it to go anyways, if you can't put touch on it, if you can't throw the change up, I mean, it's like a pitcher, man. If you got one pitch and it's a – listen, if you throw 100, that's awesome. But if you have no off-speed pitch, you're not going to make it very far. So, Tennessee just better hope that Joe Milton has a change-up, has a curveball, because if all he's got is that fastball, it, it ain't going to pan out. It's not going to work out. I mean, again, you're not throwing 90-yard passes in a game. Like, very rarely are you throwing a pass farther than 30 yards, I would say. So – that that's the biggest question for Joe Milton is the accuracy. And going back to Carolina for a second, do you think Spencer Rattler, with what he said in the press conference yesterday, do you think he'll be more consistent this year? I think so. Yeah, I, I think Rattler's going to be more consistent. I think Rattler just being more comfortable will lead to more consistency. Now, what does that look like? We'll see. Um, but yeah, I I, I think that. Spencer Rattler's going to have his moments where he frustrates Gamecock Nation. Let, let, let's, let's just go ahead and get that out there, okay? Uh, let's, let's go ahead and accept that. There are going to be moments that you are frustrated with Spencer Rattler and you want to bench him and you want to cuss him out. That's totally fine. But I think there's going to be more positive moments. That's the thing. Like, those first 10 games, man, there weren't, there weren't a whole lot of positive moments. I mean, he went, he went weeks without throwing a touchdown pass. Weeks, which is insane to think about with his talent. So, I, I, I've said it many times. I think the Clemson game last year is a great representation of sort of what Rattler is and, and what he'll be. I think there will be more consistency in regards to the positive moments. I think some of those frustrating moments are still going to be there because that's the nature of Spencer Rattler. You, you've got to live and die with who he is. You've got to you know, take the bad so you can get all of the good but at the end of the day, in a system that should be simplified, that he's comfortable in under Dowell Loggins, I think you'll see more of the good moments. And I've mentioned this before, but for Spencer Rattler, it's all about raising the floor, my friend. The ceiling is, is the highest of nearly any quarterback in college football. It's that floor that he's got to raise. It's, it's that floor that he's got to worry about and being more consistent and removing some of those, some of those just head-scratching moments. And like you said earlier about Spencer Rattler, I believe with what he said in the press conference yesterday, I 110% agree with you saying this could be his best year as a college football quarterback. Indeed. No, I, I think so. I, I think absolutely so that uh, it could lead to his best season. Man, We'll see. We'll see. All right, man. You have a great day. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Jerry. Take care. Great stuff, as always, from Jerry Withrow. Guys, we got Chris Marler of Saturday Down South, of Saturday Football Uncensored Upcoming. Our guy, Pete Auk, has picked the Gamecocks to go 9-3, and 5-3 and three in SEC play. And Brennan M. taking his shot at C-Philly says that 7-5 and five is the easy pick. I think it's the right pick. I don't think it's the easy pick. I think it's the right pick. I mean, again, I'll go back to this. I'll go back to this. I've been given predictions since 2018, since when they've been documented. Never in a season has South Carolina won more games than I picked them to win. 
They've only underachieved my predictions. South Carolina has only underachieved my predictions every single year. I'm not saying they're going to do that this year. I'm not saying I want them to do that this year. But I'm just making the point. I'm just making the point. I mean, guys, not only am I not picking nine and three, I said the best case scenario is eight and four. Again, I said that last year also. I've mentioned it many times. I think last year's team, hey, this year's this year's team could prove to be better than last year's team. It could prove to be so. But this year's team has exponentially more question marks than last year's team. Guys, it's and it's funny how folks just they were they it's goldfish memory it seems like. It's goldfish memory. Folks just refuse to remember. Like last year, I saw yesterday, a year ago to the date, I was posting a clip about Jaheim Bell catching a catching a touchdown in, in fall camp and everybody getting hyped and everybody thought that, you know, Jaheim Bell and Lloyd and like we're the best in the country. Like, you know, now they're not at South Carolina, so they stink. I get how it works with the fanatics, but... Are you really going to argue to me there's more weapons on this year's offense than last year's? Guys, there's 50 less starts back on the offensive line. You lost your top two corners. You lost Zach Pickens. You lost Jordan Birch. You lost six of eight in your front seven when it comes to snap count. I mean, are are you really going to tell me there are less question marks on this year's team? Because it's not true. It's just inaccurate. There are more question marks on this football team this year. That doesn't mean this team won't be worse. or They might be better. They might be better. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.